Konnichiwa. Welcome to How's It Japanese. My name is Tristan. And this is a podcast where some South Africans, mostly just Paul and I for the moment, are trying to practice and learn Japanese. We do this by reading children's books because that's the thing we can do and like to do. And it's really good practice, recommending it highly. So、mm. we are continuing our reading of Dozo no Isu, which is a Short children's story by Yoshiko Koyama, and this is part five, therefore page five of the story. And Paul, if you wouldn't mind just getting us into that. Hi, thank you. Ah, okay, let's, let's go for it.、Uh, start saying, Sokoe Kumasanga Yate Kimashta Isuo Miruto Imashta Korewa Gochi So Sama Dozo Naraba Enryonaku Itaraki Masho Kumasawa. カゴの中のどんぐりをみんな食べてしまいましたでも空っぽにしてしまっては後の人にを気の毒はい、That was really wonderfully read, thank you As a non-native speaker of Japanese Not even an elementary speaker of Japanese Far from it That sounded really wonderful, so thank you Can you Please break it down for us、uh, in terms of what does that translate to? Because I heard you putting on your bare voice there. <laughs> <laughs> can, you, can you explain the translation?、Uh, okay, so it starts says, Soko e kumasan ga yatte kimashita. So to that place, Soko, Soko e,、uh, kumasan, he came along, yatte kimashita. Then the next line it says, Isu o miruto imashita. He saw the chair and then said, And this is what he says. Kore wa gochiso sama. This is a feast. Dozo no nareba enryo naku itadakimashou. If I please, without reservation, I will eat this. Itadakimashou, by the way, is the humble equivalent of tabimas. Then it goes on, says, Kumasan wa kago no naka no donguri o. So, Kumasan, the acorns inside the basket, Mina Tabete Shimaimashta, he ate them all regrettably. Oh, okay, okay. And it continues, Demo, Karapo ni Shite Shimatewa, Atono Hitoni, Okino Doku. But about emptying it out, for the next guy, he's pitying him. So basically, he, he feels bad for the next guy that comes next after him because he's emptied out all the acorns. I see. He has completely devoured them.、Mm. Like a good bear would. Kuma is bear, right? So、Hi. Kuma-san is the Mr. Bear. Fantastic. Thank you so much. All right. It's a wonderful page. Could you、mm. break down? Is there anything, if you go sentence by sentence, is there a nice way to perhaps go through each sentence for us, breaking it down, what that exact sentence means in its entirety? So basically, Sogoe Kumasan ga yatte kimashita. So, yeah, so to that place,、uh, the bear came along. Yes, yes.、Uh, so he, upon seeing the chair, he said, and this is what he says Kore wa gochi so sama, this is a feast. Dozo nareba enryo naku itadakimasho. If I please, that's the dozo nareba. In Ryonaku, without reservation, itake masho, I will eat it. And then Kumasawa, Kagono, Nakono, Donguryo. So, bear inside basket 
8 corn. Mina tabete shimaimashta 8 completely. Te shimaimashta is the the regrettable grammar, sort of like a contextual grammar. Then we have demo karapo ni. Karapo is like to make something vacant or empty. And then shite to do, shimatte. And then again, that contextual grammar of regrettable. And then what about, about that, uh, about making the basket empty. Atono uh, hitoni, like the next, the later, sort of like next person. Ato means like later, but it's kind of like the next person. O kino doku will be like a pity. Thank you for that. Can you pick out one or two key grammar points that are interesting for you or maybe some new vocab? Hmm. Oh, let's see. is pretty interesting because that's like to come along. Grammar points, uh, let's see. The contextual grammar is quite interesting. The te form shimaimashita. The shimaimashita is to highlight a context that someone did something regrettably or did something completely. So would you just put shimaimashita at the end of a sentence? But it's got to be te shimaimashita. Ah, okay. Yeah. So how would that sentence be if it was not regrettably? If you didn't say the te shimaimashita? Oh, then it would be... Would you just end the sentence? Completely. You'd finish with tabe... Oh, without without shimaimashita? Yeah, hi. Oh, then it would be kind of interpreted by context. Okay. Yeah. So that sentence could theoretically finish with... Um, mina tabemas or, or mm. tabemasen. I don't yeah, know mina tabete. Could just say tabete. mina tabete. And uh, if the next sentence was the same, maybe you could can be like, okay, oh, he, this sounds like it's possibly shimaimashita, but they didn't mention it. Okay. So that oh, that's so nice. All right. So it gives you a sense of how the thing was said. Mm. All right. Mm. Anything else? Enryo naku. Is a nice word. That means without reserve. Ah, oh, yes, you said without a reservation. Mm, um, without reservation, so yeah. They just went in, all in. Mm, yes, yes, all in. Like a good bear. Mm. Fantastic. What a lovely page. Yeah. Uh, good. Your task for us this fine day, Poru-sensei, is to use the following word in a Japanese sentence that you will make up on the spot. Hito. Oh, person, hito. right? It means person. Mm. Okay. Hmm. Uh, I'm not sure I followed all of that. So what does that translate to? So the person's answer is without reserve. Could you repeat that sentence for me? It was wonderful. Thank you so much. We are at the end of this episode. That is page five down. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to find out more about Paul, you can either email him at porusenpai at gmail.com or go to japanese-tutor.co.za or catch us next week when we'll deal with page six. Have a wonderful day. Bye. Episode <laughs> go. <laughs> <laughs> Episode. Hi. Um. <laughs>